the rewatch, into the rewatch, it's a rewatch, into the rewatch, into the rewatch, it's a rewatch time. Rewatch, rewatch, rewind time. Watching this, your place or mine. He, him, Daniel, they, them are your rewatch counterparts. We wanna see a hot dad down on his luck. That's the kind of fellow we'd be happy to find. Ain't you ever been struck by the need to go into the rewatch? Rewind into the rewatch, into the rewatch, it's a rewatch, into the rewatch, into the rewatch, it's a rewatch time. Hello and welcome back to Into Riverdale, your favorite Riverdale rewatch podcast. As always, I am two thirds of your hosts, uh, Fox Mulder, I guess. And this one, joining me is the other third, uh, Scully. I don't know Scully's first name. Dana? Uh, Diane. Diane, I was close. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this sure is the same episode we've had. A little bit. A little bit. Um, somehow dumber than the last two i think but basically the same <clears throat> like at least the like the last two had like a veneer of something clever to it i guess it it like, was at one... least like i feel like at least the like logic was consistent i feel like here like what what are we doing <laughs> yeah like this is the chick era right this is a, a chick bit. era yeah we we yeah. really sort of slid into it um but let's uh, uh, let's get into it. I guess this is. Uh, I will say they at least gave yeah. something for Daddy on this episode. Kind but, of. You know. I don't know. We okay, whatever. Well, let's go. We'll talk about it. Yeah. I'll I'll be winching most of the time because it's the same thing we've been saying at the same time. For, All right. For three well, episodes. this is this is season six, episode ten, chapter one hundred and five, <laughs> folk heroes. I already have an immediate issue with the title of this episode. Uh. Because uh, we open up with a Jughead narration about types of heroes, uh, like sports heroes, and then he talks about comic book heroes, and then he talks about folk heroes like Davy Crockett or Paul Bunyan or Johnny Appleseed. Uh, then he says that uh, Riverdale needs a folk hero and that Archie is that folk hero, basically. And I have an issue with that because... Archie has superpowers given to him by an explosion. In what reality is he not a comic book hero? Yeah. How, He's a comic how, book how hero. is Archie, I can stop a bullet with my body, more like Davy Crockett than he is like Superman, is all I'm asking. Uh, yeah, he's way more Superman than he is uh, Davy Crockett. I'm... <clears throat> I really... This episode is dumber than the last two, but it is essentially the same episode. Yeah. Um, I really hope we stop having this soon. Actually, you know what? This Cheryl bit in this episode I like a lot. But... I mean, I guess, although even that I feel like was just sort of the same Cheryl bit they've done the last two times. Yeah. Um. So we're going to start off with Pickens once again... Influencing another member of Riverdale. This time it is Veronica. Um, and the way he's going to do this is... What what does he tell her besides the fact that he can sing? Because of course he can sing. <clears throat> he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. Uh, he wants to take up residence in one of her suites in the casino. Because I guess the casino has hotel rooms in it? Wasn't this built out of her jewelry store? Like, what is... What is this? No, what... No, I is it's now like did they take over like the Pembroke that, or something? You know what? It kind of feels that way, but that's not what <clears throat> was like established, right? Wait, do, wait, do, does the, do the largest still own the Pembroke? Um, like Veronica own no, because did she give it back to Chad? Uh because remember Chad remember. was like, "I won't divorce you unless you give me this and that," and she was like, "You know what, Chad." Keep it. I don't need your money. No, no, but she got it back. Did she get it of, back? Yeah. She got well, it yeah, back. I guess she did sure. shoot him, so and he's dead, so I guess she would have it back. Yeah, then. and she was married, so of course mm -hmm. she would be the next Well, I, hold on. Now, did the divorce finalize before he was murdered? No. No? No. Was it? I can't remember. Did they sign the paper? No, no, okay, wait, but she threatened him, and then he signed everything over to her. Did he? Yeah, I thought she did. Okay. I thought that I was mean, supposed to be, like, the, the like she was the she-wolf of Wall Street, 
And then she shot him, and she became the Black Widow of Wall Street. Well, yeah, she she shot him because he, like, broke into her home to attack her. But maybe he did that because she made him sign over everything. I don't fucking remember. Again, the She-Wolf of Wall Street was a fucking terrible storyline. Oh! Um, Alright, so regardless of wherever this casino is, I guess it has, like, residency rooms. Um, and... Pem- uh, and... Pimbley, what fuck... Percival wants one. That's that's his name. Pembley. Um, <laughs> Pembley is a good British name, though. Right? Pimbley, yeah, I like can fucking Pembley or whatever. Um, yeah, and then he mentions that he's he can also sing. He's sung at all these big famous places. Um, just I also mean, just apparently, a, ladies love him, right, and, and so, so do, do the, the men. men. Ooh, um, like okay. And would I be right to saying that the actor for uh, Percival is like an elevated, he's like the evolution of a rat boy? Like, he definitely has rat boy DNA, but like, he's like a handsome Hmm. version of a rat boy. That that does track to me. The way I was approaching him is he feels like the Wish.com version of um, Tom Hiddleston. Oh, yes. Which is still kind of just an elevated rat boy, but, like, from the other end, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, like, not, not like, any of Tom Hiddleston's characters. Like, actually, real-life Tom Hiddleston, who does dumb shit like, say, I can play the spoons. Um. (laughs) Yeah. Also, Britta's like, oh, P.S., uh, now that the whole witch thing's done, uh, my parents aren't homophobic anymore, so I'm, I'm leaving. Bye. It's definitely not because my usefulness in this storyline is yeah, right. gone. But what are what are the only other redheads supposed to do? Mm-hmm. I thought they're supposed to stay together in the same family. Uh, that that is what Cheryl would like, but um, just like Archie, these redheads <clears> don't <throat> want it. Uh, so not now. The next town hall meeting, Percival's like, I got, uh, look at this cool new park we're gonna build. And to top it all off, uh, we're gonna put a statue of my ancestor that he suddenly cares about again here. I will say, uh, one very good detail I just noticed this time around. Uh, let me see if I can pause it right. Uh, Perso- uh Augustus Pickens is standing on a bunch of snakes in this statue. Uh, which, of course, since we know he both genocided Native Americans and the surviving ones became the serpents, is like an extremely good detail. No, that is actually a good detail. Yeah. Again, props department, hitting it out of the right. park. Truly, truly, they are carrying the show on their back. Oh, wait, what if we could get that? That piece of paper. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, I don't know. Art, keep keep an eye out for, you know, if, if they... I, I don't know what they're called, but when they auction this kind of stuff off, uh, because shows have ended, keep an eye out for that. If you find one, I will look into it, and I will bid on something if it's within a reasonable price range. I have a feeling the pieces of paper would be okay, but also, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, it depends I, I on just, if they I just kept want, it, right? It depends on if they kept it, but honestly, I feel like people probably steal stuff off the set. Mm-hmm, that so. too. Um. Although, like, I don't think these actors are, like, stealing... Um, you know, the the Pickens Park poster. It's probably like the Letterman's and stuff, right? That's generally the I kind still of really want, want that socialism uh flyer. It's so thing. funny. There's I no chance it... that's there's no chance anyone <laughs> got that that got thrown out. I want it so badly though. <laughs> okay, let's get into this. Yeah. Um Archie's like, Are you crazy? General Pickens or was a homicidal maniac. Uh, and then he says something that's like technically true. He says we learned it in high school, and what like actually happened right is that while he was in high school, he learned about these events, not that high school taught him. But the way he says this, because Archie's, you know, Archie, it sounds like he's like, I learned about this in school. Um, which is very funny to be like, um to justify any sort of historical event with your high school level knowledge of what happened. Uh, it tickled me, but, uh, obviously, yeah, uh, he's, uh, it's akin to a Confederate statue. This is our Confederate statue stand-in, and, uh, both Archie and Tabitha, not Tabitha, yeah, Tabitha, sorry, I forgot Tony's out, uh, object to it, and so he's like, oh, we'll table this, 
Uh, but here's another scheme I have. The New Town Sign. <clears throat> and it's like, it's the exact same as the Old Town Sign. They just changed the slogan. Um, and he said, because of that, they don't have room for the old slogan, which is actually the new slogan, Home of Pop's Chocolate Shop. That was just implemented, like, six months ago. That's not, like, a long-standing like, thing Riverdale's advertised. Uh, yeah. Also, and, I just want to say another thing. Mm-hmm. British people really do look a lot different than Americans. Like, just look, you paused it. I'm just like, look at this British motherfucker. Like, like I don't even need to hear his voice. And I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to, uh, we're doing reverse race science right now. Yeah. Uh, lo- looking at, <laughs> we're, we're measuring his skull, looking at his ears length and whatever. But, but yeah, no, that was the new thing. That yeah. was the thing that they like just started like what, like five months ago? Yeah, literally not even a year, I don't think. Um, and also, sorry, I'm with Percival here. It was a shitty slogan back then too. That's like a terrible slogan for a town. Yeah. Um. Um. And so Tabitha confronts <clears throat> him after the meeting about this sign and like why he's gunning for her. Um. I'm also kind of surprised that that's, they, this took her, like, by surprise, because I feel like as two council members, they should have known. But he drops a hot hint that maybe Veronica Lodge is her real enemy. Um, also, he mentions a special meeting where he approved a billboard to promote the Babylonium. Um, but And then he says the street by the uh, highway is only zoned for two billboards. Um... But aren't you guys the zoning board? Yeah, they're the zoning board. Right? Like, they they get to control how much the area is zoned for. Yeah. Also, is it the only place to eat at Pops? Well, we found too? out this episode, not necessarily, but also, yeah, it oh, oh, is. Oh, I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, but it's the only place to eat that's not a casino. Right. Which we will get to all of that nonsense. <clears throat> um, God, this whole episode is actually just like fucking on. Yep. Uh, Jughead's like, I've been reading a lot about parapsychology, and some of these scientists, because this is a real field, think that you can resist mind control if you think about an emotional anchor. Um, sure, you know, why not? Okay, Jughead, you got you went on some guy's website from 1995, and he told you this, and it's fine. Parapsychology. Fucking loser. And, like, this is so fucking dumb. Jughead's like, we're gonna beat him at his own game. Not man- manipulation. We're gonna inspire the town and remind them of who they are. Bro, you just said he has mind control powers. What, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what, what, what do you mean? You're not going to inspire anyone. They're being mind controlled. <clears throat> this is like, re- like, Jughead is like in this episode, like the uh, dumb guy's version of a smart guy. Yeah. And everyone else is the dumb guy's version of a dumb guy. <laughs> it's really this. This episode is brain dead. It truly is. You know what? Uh, deadlines were due, and and they rushed this one. Maybe. Um, because this this makes no sense. None of this makes any sense. And yeah, so like Jughead wants to turn Archie into an American folk hero somehow. Again, it, it, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't understand. E- like, even even if like, <laughs> even if the idea that like you could inspire the town to resist mind control like wasn't nonsense. Like, how are you going to convince, like, people that knew Archie in the second grade when he couldn't read that, like, this guy's worth listening to? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Anyway, um, he's gonna... Jughead knows a guy at the Guinness uh, Book of World Records, and Archie's gonna call K.O. Kelly, and somehow this is gonna... this is gonna work. Um, meanwhile, in... in Witchville, um... Cheryl gets a fever. Yeah, but I wonder what it's from. Huh? Right. Huh? Wink. I wonder if it's something special's happening. No, it's probably that she just, um, you know, didn't dry off properly after a shower and got a little cold. 
Oops, her book caught on fire uh, spontaneously, but that's probably nothing. Oh, wait, no, it was her dream. That's right. Yeah. Uh, she had a nightmare that she caught on fire. Um, Pretty spooky. Wow. That's probably nothing. Um, And then uh, to somehow convince the town that he's like a cool guy that they should like, he uh, removes the area they've been having town hall meetings in this whole time and says uh, this area will no longer be available to them. Um, And it's because he wants to reopen it as a boxing gym for local kids. Um, Again, if I were like, if I were a townsperson, I'd be like, fuck this guy. Um, and so in order to entice kids, I guess, to join this boxing gym, which again, I can't stress enough that their plan is to teach kids character by having them wail on each other in martial combat. But, um, they are going to have Archie win the world's toughest man alive Guinness Book of World Record. Which is not how the Guinness Book of World Records works. That's not like a, that's like such too broad to be a category. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's too broad. Um, like maybe if you did most weight put on right. you while laying on a bed of nails. Exactly. That would be the record. Although, um, I think probably Guinness Book, does Guinness Book, uh, Book of World Records have some sort of stipulation about like dangerous stuff? So I feel like it would be, like, irresponsible to encourage people to try to, you know, lay on a bed of nails and put stuff on themselves. Well, well, here's the thing about the bed of nails thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like, as long as you're just laying still, yeah, it's actually not that dangerous because you're spread out. Right, yeah. I, I know that there, yeah. there are, like, danger acts that can do this, but, like... But, like... Broadly speaking... I don't know does if there's a the Guinness World of, Yeah, does, does, broadly speaking, does the Guinness Book of World Records allow... Um, records that that would be like physically dangerous to accomplish. You know, I think there's I there has to be a stipulation. Yeah, I'm just. Hmm. But also, but I'm pretty sure people have done like dangerous stuff though. Yeah, yeah, because I know there's like also they like give awards to people that don't apply. It's like this fucking monk, you know, walked across these coals or whatever, and that's a record. Um, yeah, and I guess like. I don't know, doesn't David Blaine have one for, like, holding his breath underwater or whatever? I don't know. Yeah. But also, Guinness Book of World Records is, like, if you just pay him enough money, they'll just, like, like put you in it. Yeah, it's not, like, it's not, like, a rigorous institution. It is owned by the beer guys. Uh, yeah, so Cheryl's got a big old fever, so Nana gets uh, her a night nurse, because Nana's too busy uh, guarding the evil doll uh, to take care of her. (laughs) And something tells me things are about to get a little heated between Cheryl and that night nurse. Yeah. I think there's going to be a, a real spark between them. Yeah, I think I think uh, there might be might be some chemistry. Never mind. <laughs> Never um. Mind. So, uh, Frank, Frank, and and Percival and Alice come to announce to. Uh, Veronica and Tabitha uh, that Veronica's being given the billboard. Uh, again, not only... First of all, not only can they just zone for more bil- billboards, but second of all, they Percival said there were two billboards available. One was going to the Babylonium. Uh, they didn't really give a reason why the second one couldn't go to Pops. But Isn't Tabitha, that the two main things of industry? I mean, uh, of actual like economic success yeah. in town also is like is it, Tabitha's like on, on the council why can yeah. she not like mm? I just don't understand why this is a problem right this fucking stupid sign Archie Andrews the world's most invincible man invincibility is not on a curve you either are invincible or you are not there's no such thing as the most invincible it, no no he's also the most unique person in the world as well huh <laughs> get it okay yeah. um i want that banner as well yeah <laughs> that'd be pretty good they might still have that can, can we just can we just like get a superpower where we just steal stuff off the set 
Uh, one of us could freeze time and the other one could just teleport. And we use these powers together to steal everything off of the Riverdale set. And just that. That is the only thing our powers are good for. <laughs> yes, we're definitely not exercising ourselves off of out of capitalism by yeah. removing constraints. Yeah, so they put Archie on a bed of nails and put some like blocks on him, and then they have a guy hit him with a sledgehammer in the stomach. Um Which that can also be faked. Right. Well, Pretty Jughead easily. specifically says afterwards that uh, they plan these events to be, like, on air on the side of plausibility so that people don't realize RG has superpowers. Although, that I thought that was kind of the point. Mm. They put him in a freezer. Um, Which, well, what what happened if he died? What what right. if he, <laughs> what if it funny. was, like, too tight and he could, he could, he could you know, couldn't breathe? Mm-hmm. That would be uh, like, very funny. It's kind of like how Wolverine can heal from anything, but, like, he's not immune to you just putting a big rock on him. Right. You know. Yeah, I've always thought if I I wanted to beat Wolverine, I would just drop him into a volcano. Um, That seems like that would probably do the trick. Yeah. So. Like, I just feel like people should just put a big rock on him more. Yeah. Like, the Punisher ran over him with the steamroller, and that got rid of him for a while. Yeah, that, I mean, so. putting a big rock on him is uh, what they did to Sun Wukong, uh, what Buddha did to him to, you know, stop his shenanigans. It's a pretty effective method. It's it's a real effective method. Just putting a big rock on someone mm-hmm. is just, it's like throwing someone into space, you know? Yeah. It's a pretty effective thing. And so, um, once again, I want to circle back to the idea that um, Archie's here to inspire the youths to be better people by... Showing them how cool it is when you uh, lay on a bed of nails and get yourself hit in the stomach with a hammer. That seems like a good role model for children. If I were a parent in Riverdale, you know, this would win me over. If you work hard at the gym, maybe you too can get hit in the stomach with a hammer. Try it with your friends while your parents aren't around. Um, I'm now in the, going in the rabbit hole of looking up Riverdale props uh, on eBay, oh, yeah. so... Uh... Uh, Jacob also pulls a favor to get a friend in New York to sculpt a statue of Archie, which is not weird. Also, it's not a sculpt statue. It's clearly like a cast statue. Well, we don't see the Archie statue, do we? Do we see it do later we? on? Oh, I must yeah. have not been paying attention. Um, but their big plan with K.O. Kelly is that, um, K.O. Kelly per his moniker, always wins by knockout. And so, if Archie can just withstand the um, full rounds without getting knocked out, uh, then KO gets the point victory, um, but Archie gets to have the, like, Rocky style, I survived all nine rounds with KO Kelly or whatever. Um, And that'll make him a folk hero, I guess. Um, Being able to take a punch. Sorry, um, Tony's commiserating with Tabitha and says, I'm sorry that the billboard didn't pan out. I've been trying to get one put up for years. You... you, you it's not that hard... Wait. You were it's, on the council. For months. The council that decides these things. Both of you were. What do you mean? I don't... I, they're not powerless. That's the thing. You were like, literally the person in charge of who gets the billboard, like, two weeks ago. Why didn't you just do it then? Um, and then uh, they both talk about how their revenue has gone down since Babylonium opened uh, Tony because uh, they serve free drinks at the casino. So why would anyone come to the White Worm to pay for them? Um, because the atmosphere is entirely different. And, like, some people like to be in a bar to hang out with their friends. Yeah. Like, vibes are, like, very much a yeah. thing. Like that's, like, that's the reason anyone goes to a bar, period, instead of just, like, buying alcohol at a store, right? Because it's definitely cheaper to, like, just go to a store and buy a handle. But no, you go to a bar because you want to socialize, um, which you aren't really doing at a casino. <laughs> You're gambling. It's... I, I, I don't get it. And then uh, Tabitha's like, that definitely makes sense. It doesn't. But what about, what about me? It doesn't make sense because... Uh, I'm not in direct competition with Babylonium. We we do totally different things. So how is it affecting me? Um, so they decide to go check out the casino and see exactly what they're doing that's causing them to lose customers. 
Well, I think it's because the the evil guy has mm-hmm. mind control powers. It might be that. I mean, these two don't know about that because they don't have superpowers. Well, well, yeah, so well, uh, well that's the reason why, though. Yeah. But, but yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, so Cheryl's got this hunky night, nor- night nurse named Dante. Um, and things do seem to be getting pretty heated. I wonder how that's going to turn out. Um, so Tony and Tabitha go to the Babylonium. Percival's singing on stage. He's not a, he's like a fine singer. He's not, um, anything really impressive, but, uh, that, then she finds, uh, they find out that the reason no one's at Pops, I guess, is because, uh, Babylonium is also serving complimentary, like, sliders and milkshakes. But, but, uh, uh, you, you, you know, when I want to go and and have a nice meal with my friends or family, I'm going to head over to the casino and eat sliders. What? I don't want to go to the cozy diner right? with a little with a booth with low lighting and like it's quiet and like only friendly people are around. I also, definitely, it, it that's not seems it seems like Pops's main clientele has always sort of been high schoolers as well, who can't be in a casino. Um, and so it seems like you'd be still fine, because you serve a totally unrelated demographic. Uh, uh, children and people with children would definitely still want to go eat at Pops, because they literally also, can't... <laughs> also, people ahead, yeah. who don't want to be around people drinking, or people right. who don't want to be around gambling. Yeah. Or... Cr- or, like, just don't want to gamble. Again, all the foods and drinks are complimentary if you're playing. If you're not playing, they don't serve you. Like, the only time they'll give you free food is if they're fleecing you out of your money. Um, so... <laughs> God, that's a funny prop. Can we get these legs? Are these available? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um... Cheryl wakes up the next morning and um, where Dante used to sit is a pile of ash and two legs. Uh, I don't even know if those are props or if they just like green screen comped out the rest of him because the angle of these legs looks so much like someone sitting in this chair and they put like a green screen blanket on top of him. They might have. They might have. That's because like unless they had like some uh, prop um, like mannequin feet or something. It's just no. the angle that looks weird. Over here, it looks no, more the like angle. a prop, but yeah. Yeah, well, up close, it looks like a prop, but like from far yeah. away, it could easily be just like green right. screen blanket. Right. Um, I mean, it doesn't really matter, but... Um. Oh, man. Oh, by the way, if you want to spend uh, $47, you can get a, a life-size stay at DFSP jokes. Uh, I think I'm good, <laughs> but, you know, sit with that in your heart. And uh, figure figure out for yourself. You can get a body pillow of KJ Appa. Uh, I already have one of Shadow the Hedgehog, so I'm good. Yeah, you already you already have you already have one of the sexiest man alive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so K.O. Kelly's back, and remember from Katie Keen, the show that's definitely canceled already. He's here. Yeah. Um. So Cheryl calls Betty because she's in the FBI to come check out. This crime scene. Um, initially, Cheryl thought it was um, Abigail, which seems pretty reasonable, but Nana Rose swears it isn't. And all Betty has to say is, isn't it weird that uh, this guy was burned to literal ash, but uh, like the bottom of his legs are still here and the chair is totally fine? Yeah, of course they have to get Pervert Jr. Or Dr. Yeah, Pervert I mean, of Jr., course. sorry, uh, involved. Our favorite side character, yeah. Dr. Pervert Jr., <laughs> <laughs> where's where's his spinoff? Actually, I think he would be great as like the propaganda like morgue person. Yeah, he would be great actually because like he he has a little bit of spice to him. Also, the fact that he still goes by Junior, right? Fine. <laughs> You're like, what's his <laughs> like? Deal? It's fun. Like, what's what's his deal besides being a pervert? <laughs> yeah. Um. So now Tabitha gets this great idea that they should just compete directly with the Babylonian. Um. And by that she means. Uh, she could get a liquor license and start serving alcohol, um, but place the orders through the white worm. Um, I have so many questions with that. 
the first one being, is the white worm still not like part of Pop's chocolate shop? It's one deed. The second one being, how how do you, how, why would you source your alcohol through a bar? That makes no sense. Um, why wouldn't you just share the vendor? Right. Yeah. And, and thirdly, uh, w- once again, how is this like? How how is this drawing people back to your establishment? If there's a bar literally beneath your diner, then people don't need to come to your diner to drink. They can go downstairs and get a drink. It How would is make this more any sense. more appealing? It would make more sense to be like, hey, when someone's down there, if they want food, we can just bring the food down there. Right? Just like extend the food frame, Right, basically. yeah. Um, and then uh... Tony talks about installing a couple slot machines downstairs, which, first of all, do you have a gambling license? I don't think you do. Second of all... Well, he could make one. They're both councilmen. No, wait, uh, sorry. Only one Tabitha of them is, is now, and Tabitha, I think, can get outmaneuvered by the other three. I still don't really understand how their government works. Um, but also, like, how are, like, a couple of slot machines gonna compete with a casino? Because now what you've done is said... Hey, all right, forget about the atmosphere of a bar and the ability to socialize with your friends here. Um, would you like to play these dinky slot machines and pay for your drinks? Or would you like to go to the actual casino and play the real slot machines and get your drinks for free? You've just made you've made the comparison so much worse by doing this. Yeah. And the only reason why they get free drinks at the at the Babylonian is because like you're spending a lot of money there already right. by being there. So they can comp it. Basically, like it's an acceptable loss yeah, for them. Yeah, um, be, uh, I don't think it would be when for you them. get more drunk. You know, you lower your inhibitions and you make bad decisions. Uh, Re spending your money, um, and then so <laughs> they're talking about how they can compete with Babylonian's floor show, despite the fact that we've already established earlier this season that the serpents or the white worm has a thriving like stage performance area. Um, but that's not enough. So. Tony is going to amp it up to the next level by bringing up back our favorite serpent tradition art. Yeah, the serpent stance, which, uh, okay, here's the thing. Yeah. So it's, it's basically burlesque without the stripping. Yeah. Uh, she calls but it. They're not playing a sad song. I mean, the songs are still kind of like, they're not sad, <laughs> but they're pretty low BPM. It's not like a high energy show. Um, she says is a, she's going to add a Cirque du Soleil twist to this, which I just realized means How? she was adding... She, it was the stripper poles art. She added stripper poles uh, to the not, routine. No. If you're adding aerialist stuff, that's Cirque yeah. du Soleil, not stripper yeah. poles. Um, Any place can have a stripper pole. Yeah. Also, My didn't the white... can have a stripper didn't, pole. Didn't the white worm already... Sorry, no, sorry. That was the old white worm. Uh, yeah, the new the white worm, worm didn't have a stripper pole. No, but they're adding one back. Uh, oh, so, so what happened the to the old pins. white worm? Um... It got turned into a prison. What's still remember? there? It got like bulldozed. No, 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 it's still there. No, really? no, no, no. That was Rivervale. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that was one of the p- pieces of land that Hiram bought to turn into a prison. Yeah. Um. So now Percival's trying to convince Veronica to make him a partner in the business, and um, which he's like, I already have a partner. He's like, Oh, you mean Reggie? You should check out what Reggie's been doing, because uh, Percival's a little snitch. Uh, so Veronica goes down and finds out that, uh, she calls it a satellite casino. It is three slot machines and a table where they're playing poker. Um, and she accuses him of cutting into their profits at the Babylonian. Because clearly if a car dealership has a slot machine, I'm not going to go to the casino when I want to gamble. I'm going to go to the car dealership, right? Totally. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend maybe a whole twenty dollars on these like dollar. Sorry, no, I can see it's a twenty five cent slot machine. <laughs> She's pissed because he's got three twenty five cent slot machines set up in the car dealership. This sucks. This just sucks. This is so dumb. Uh, Reggie calls it a side hustle because he can't tell her that he's now in bed with the mafia because he needs to make his dad's dying days a happy one. Um. But it's clearly a shitty side hustle because no one's using the slot machines. And the only people gambling are uh, the fucking wise guy mobsters. Which, (laughs) you can play poker anywhere. You don't need to have a casino to do that. So I don't fucking 
but they break up over this basically um who the fuck cares i swear if veronica starts dating percival i'm gonna that's kind of where it looks like it's heading god i really hope that that doesn't happen um veronica he's like you can't cut me out i'm half partner and she's like come to babylonia and see what happens which like cool threat but like legally he is still partner you have to cash him out and also now he's tight with all the mob guys so like you don't even have muscle to like illegally push him out what are you gonna do uh and this this is where we get real silly which is um dr curdle jr says this looks like a clear case of spontaneous human combustion you know that scientific phenomenon that uh definitely really happens you, you want to know one of the reasons why they thought people like caught on fire suddenly? Sure. It was because their clothes would, their clothes would create like sparks and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And that they were sense. just fucking soaked in alcohol because that's all people did back yeah. in the day. They would just drink all the time. Um, but it's Girdle's got more knowledge than just like folklore because. He explains that the seat was barely singed because uh, fires uh, that result from spontaneous human combustion burn in excess of 1,000 degrees, as if there have been real medical studies on spontaneous human combustion. To Betty's point, when she tells Cheryl about it, she does say, stranger things have happened in Riverdale, so, like, fair enough. Fair, fair enough. Yeah. Um, Cheryl says that her body temperature is rising again and she's afraid she's going to combust. Uh, so Betty says that she is going to stay with her tonight and make sure that doesn't happen because somehow Betty, uh, is more capable of stopping spontaneous human combustion than, um, a trained nurse. I, I don't guess. You, don't you remember? She, she can see threat. Right. Um, but yeah, y- you know, or but. <laughs> Yeah, because Cheryl's gonna like light up really quick. It'll be like, "Oh, I'm gonna catch you on fire," mm-hmm. and she's yeah. gonna be like, "I gotta get out of here." Oh, you're right. Cheryl will burst onto fire and be afraid that she's going to light Betty on fire. And at that point, Betty will be able to see the aura um, past all the flames and realize that Cheryl's on fire now. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. That's how that works. Jesus, <laughs> what is this episode? Fucking nonsense. This episode is, like, real dumb for, like, it, it, even... It's just, you know, we love stupidity here, but, like, I like stupidity to have, like, at least some consistency within the world. Uh, uh, so we finally get, yeah. uh, like, footage of uh, Percival using his powers, yeah. which is just means they add echo to his voice. Yeah. Which, um, wait, wait, I might be able to actually recreate that, like, live... <laughs> Oh, I know I can do it in post for sure. Uh, but he tells Archie to stick a box cutter into his arm. Uh, which, like, I guess. Of course, Archie tries it, but it doesn't work because he's invulnerable. Um, and it surprises Percival enough that he stops mind controlling and Archie remembers his dad and is able to block him out. Yeah, Percival really seems like he's trying to just, like, be like, hey... You want to date now, Veronica? A little bit. Like he's, um, but then tells her about what, uh, this the white worm's doing. So she goes to check it out. Um, and yeah, it's it's a burlesque show. It is, um, yeah, they're pole dancing. Don't know what to tell you. This is apparently gonna bring in business. Like they're really leading into these aren't teen characters, right? Now and now and then, um, fucking obsessed oh, God with Veronica sneaking in by Veronica. wearing her stupid, terrible blonde wig again. For um, does anyone fall for that? That know yeah. her? Also, Percival's with her. Yeah, two Percival, He's, three. I think both of them have seen this wig before from when she was not Tabitha, but Tony's definitely seen this wig before from when she was doing the whole wig thing with Archie. So like. <laughs> Fucking terrible disguise. Um, just pointless. And, like, I know they're, they're being like, oh, look how scandalously they're dressed. Yeah. They're, they're not dressed like... They're not showing, like, less, more or less skin than they normally would. Yeah. Like, I guess it's shiny. 
If that's the it difference. Al- it was also like a weird song. I it sounded kind of like um it sounded old timey. Yeah, it almost like sounded like a musical song. number, but like sung in the style, like trying to make it sexy. I don't know. Yeah. Um uh, yeah, we cut over to Thornhill. Yeah. And uh Betty is doing the is trying to cool down Cheryl. Yeah. Uh, she puts her in a tub full of ice and manages to lower her temperature this time. But they don't know what's going on. So Betty is going to uh, contact a special division within the FBI that specializes in this sort of unexplained phenomena. And I swear to God, I thought Scully and Mulder were going to show up. I would have forgiven everything else in this episode if Scully and Mulder had showed up. Yeah. But at the same time, like, they can't be the only people who got superpowers. That's the thing. They can't be. Well, everyone in Riverdale? No, no, no. Not in Riverdale. Just in the whole United States or the world. Yeah. Um, I guess at the point where these people have superpowers, other people must as well. Yeah. Like, I wonder if they're all palladium-based. Well, oh yeah, I guess Cheryl lives above a palladium mine, and that probably explains that. It might be. I guess Palladium's actually secretly gives you superpowers. Go steal some off a cat. Uh, go steal some Cadillac converters. It's kind of like how in uh, in the comics, um, vibranium is actually a great conductor of magic, as oh, well as sure, being yeah. a scientific thing. Yep. Yeah. Totally fine. Well, it actually had a. Pr- there was actually a pretty cool um, uh, story. Mm-hmm. Based off of it, uh, Doom Wars. It's, it was actually pretty good. Wow, nice. This one looks more scandalous. I yeah. want to say she's also doing like sexier moves. Um, and then Fangs uh shows up from out of jail. I guess someone posted his bail. Uh they they let Fangs be like a little scruffy. Well, yeah, because so he's, he's been in jail. So this he's whole hot time. He, again. He, he can't shave in jail. Yeah, it's a shame when he can't be hot. Alright, and so, apparently fucking Tony and Tabitha's plan fucking works and Babylonium's uh, losing business somehow. How? The primary purpose of a casino is to go to gamble. That is what, like, 95% of the people at a casino are there to do. How are you losing business because the diner started serving alcohol? I don't understand. Like... Also, couldn't they just walk downstairs to get alcohol if they wanted alcohol? Also, yeah. Because it was a stupid plan to begin with. And, like, this is, is like, saying, like, (laughs) this feels like it's saying, like, that, like, Vegas doesn't have any strip clubs because strip clubs in casinos serve the same clientele. Which is nonsense, right? Las Vegas has many, many strip clubs. It's the other thing they're known for aside from the casinos. Like, sure, could there be slot machines and a strip club? Yes. Is that the main reason people go? Right, that's... A a slot machine and a strip club is not the same thing as the Bellagio, right? It's just not... It's different stuff. I don't... I just... I don't understand. Um, But yeah, Percival's trying to goad uh, Veronica into thinking this is like a declaration of war uh, to get them to... get her to take down Tabitha. Um... It's, again, I think he must be, like, a devil of some kind, because there seem to be some, like, unspoken rules, right? He can make K.O. Kelly walk into traffic, but he can't just force Tabitha to, like, shut down Pops. Oh, well, I guess Tabitha, I guess Tabitha's an angel, though, so I guess maybe that's why. Maybe, yeah. Also, also, I don't know why... Cheryl's a phoenix as well. Right. That's a thing. That, I don't know. I don't want to, like, walk around that at all. It's dumb. Like, this is... The, the whole thing with with Percival seems so, is so inconsistent here. Because, like, he needs to, like, trick Veronica into, like, waging war against Tabitha. Um, why can't he just mind control her to do it? Like, why can't he just directly do it? I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. Does Veronica have a superpower? I, hope I don't so. think she does. I don't think so. I hope she does. Yeah, that'd be nice. I mean, she stole her dad's palladium. Maybe. I don't Maybe know. she turns into palladium. Yeah, she gets palladium. <laughs> Lied skin. Uh, 
Pops doesn't like that Tabitha is serving alcohol. I don't care. That plotline is dumb as fuck. Uh, Fangs is upset that Tony is basically running a PG-13 strip club. Um, and he's like, listen, like, I'm not trying to be, like, weird about this. And, you know, I'm always cool for whatever rising grind we need to make a buck. But, like, aren't we in a custody battle for our child? Um, you're already, like, a gang leader. Uh, and now you, like... Or a stripper, that's like, that's not gonna play very well. Can we, like, maybe don't not do that? Which, like, also fair point. Like, she, she, like, she is a teacher, right? Like, she teaches at a high school. And, like, we've seen real world examples of teachers who do sex work and, like, getting found out when they lose their job. I just, I don't understand anything about this. Well, I think, I think what happens is you lose your job. Someone writes an article about you, then you make a lot of money at your side gig, right? That's what happened to every single teacher that does sex work, right? Right, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, or or maybe her thing is that she's resistant to mind control. I don't know. We don't see him try to do it, but she's she is like, Veronica, I should say. Because Veronica is like, what did you just say? You want me to firebomb Pops? What the fuck are you talking about? Also, like, they've tried firebombing Pops. It didn't work. I think they just, like, didn't do a good enough job. Like, they to quit too early. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a scene with Reggie and the Mafia guys. It's not interesting. They are very stereotypical mob guys. I don't understand why they're playing poker inside a car dealership instead of at a casino. Like, their buddy Arado asked them to. Like, I feel like the only reason why you would play in the, uh car dealership is like you're just playing with your friends right which which they are but like i don't know i thought they enjoyed like actual gambling and like i know that they like are here because they're like gonna start doing mob stuff uh with the car dealership as a front but like also like you guys do seem to spend a lot of time here just playing poker with each other seems weird i don't know uh yeah and then ko kelly's leaving pop and percival mind controls him and makes him walk into traffic yeah like just I don't, I don't understand why he's allowed to do that to to K.O. Kelly or, like, to Doc. He can just directly make them, like, attack people. But he's, like, makes this convoluted plan to take down Pops. I feel like, like, if you can't mind control Tabitha or anyone else, you just mind control other people to burn it down. Right, yeah, right? Like he did with the ghoulies. Or maybe they were commanded by point is the ghoulies did it before you know you can just find a guy to do it could have made ko kelly do it yeah uh and then and then percival reveals that actually he's along with being a singer also a boxer um and he's gonna (laughs) fight archie he has to be a devil right because if angels exist like there have to be devils yeah i i think also does the literal christian god exist i mean yeah because in rivervale at least they got the tears from the Virgin Mary, like, explicitly. So, he must. Um, but they they make a wager. Uh, they make a wager, and I think Percival wants, if Archie loses, the, uh, they put up the General Augustus statue. Archie's like, I'm going to raise the stakes. If I win, you'll resign from the council. Why not make him leave town, Archie, if you're going to be gambling on this? Also, also, like, you could probably make a pretty good case that it's, like, actively glorifying, like, genocide. Because he's literally stepping on snakes. Right, but this is a... But also by control. Blah, yeah, blah, blah. And, okay. and, you know, it's also a town full of white liberals, so who really cares? <laughs> um, but yeah, if you, if you were already going to make him resign from the council, you should have just said, leave town instead. That, like... That seems easier. Like, he's just... He said, if you lose, you got to, uh... You have to give me money and also, uh... Let me break your arm. Right? Like, fucking fucking dream big, Archie. Like, come on. (laughs) If you lose, you gotta kiss me. Like, real passionately. (laughs) You can't stop until I believe you love me. (laughs) And God, Archie's just, like, the most dog shit boxer of all time, isn't he? Oh, and here we meet Agent Drake. Um... So disappointed this wasn't a duo that was going to be like a Scully and Mulder knockoff. I'm so disappointed. But yeah. she does call uh, Betty Ancient Cooper, reminding me that Betty's 
titled as Agent Cooper, like in Twin Peaks, which is kind of fun. Um, so she says, hey, Betty, you fucking idiot. This is clearly not spontaneous human combustion, which is extremely rare. Um, this is clearly a case of pyrokinesis, which is a totally more common and regular thing to happen. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm fucking sorry. If, like, trauma and puberty can bring on the ability to control fire, how has no one in Riverdale fucking heard of the kids with fire powers yet? What the fuck are we doing here? Like, half the kids should have fire powers. Right? Like, I mean, like, like most fucking- most of them. Like, there's, there's, like, what, fucking, like, six million people in America? If even one percent of that, uh, through the trauma of living under capitalism, developed pyrokinesis, that would be... Hang on, let's do some quick maths, huh? Uh, population If, if the population United of States. trans people in the United right. States could get All right. powers... One percent of 30, 331 million. Not one of... What is 1%? Thank you, maniacs.info. Would be uh, 3.31 million people. If even 1% of Americans uh, develop pyrokinesis because of trauma and stress, there'd be 3 million people with fire powers in America. What do you mean you've never heard of this before? I'm so angry about this. And she also apparently knows like enough about pyrokinesis that she can give Betty tips on how to control fire powers. Like, this is nonsense. Um, meanwhile, Veronica has foiled Pickens' plan accidentally, um, because she says girl bosses all rise together. Instead of fighting Tabitha and Tony, uh, we're gonna team up, uh, and so we're gonna serve Pop's food here, and, um... I'm going to loan some slot machines to Tony because, again, uh, that was the issue is, you know, I really wanted to go to a bar, but I also have a raging gambling addiction and I had to choose. And so that subsect of people now are are set. And I guess that's the primary clientele for the white worm. Like, there's a reason. I, I Like, as we've said multiple times, there's a reason why people go to a diner or mm-hmm. a bar or a casino yeah, it's very, very vibes based. Things, they're yeah. they're not they're not your exchangeable. Like, like honestly, literally, the white worm and pops probably compete more over clientele than uh, they would with the casino. They're like much more similar in the type of people they would serve and what those people are looking for than a casino is. This is such a bullshit nonsense plot point. Uh, and then Betty teaches Cheryl how to make fire. Um, only thing that's like worth mentioning here is that she tosses a photo of Penelope onto the fireplace and says, "Imagine burning your mom alive," and that's what gets <laughs> her to do it. Which I mean, if you're gonna, if if I had pyrokinesis and you wanted me to focus, <laughs> that's how you would tell me to do it. Just yeah, imagine enough. burning your mom alive, and I'd be like, "Okay, cool, I mastered it right now." Yeah, fair enough. Um. Okay, here's the, this is probably the worst boxing scene. We've had a lot of bad boxing. It's scenes. pretty bad. Um, cause I, if you, is... cause if you looked at Percival and said, he doesn't look very athletic, you would be right. Um, and they tried their best with camera angles. He throws dog shit punches this whole match. Like, like he's the, he's the type of like in shape that like someone who maybe occasionally does just glamour exercises. Yeah. He like, um, he's the type of in shape you get when you like jog three times a week. It's not like, yeah, like, Yeah. Like he, like uh, K KJ Appa, like he does the full thing. Like you can right. tell he works out. Yeah. Um, but like, like got yeah. Sorry, look, look, look at this little exchange he just did. It looks like a little kid like windmilling his arms against somebody. Like this is so much nothing. Uh 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 uh! Stop it. Those are actually some real bad punches. Like there's now just that I'm no force in there. Like boat. Both from, like, a stunt choreography perspective and also just from, like, a fight. It, it, it looks terrible. Um, and so then Percival tries to mind control him into losing. And Archie's like, nice try. I remember my dad. That means I don't have to. And so Percival's like, okay, bet. And then just wails on Archie um, regular style. <laughs> um, 
which really I think is more of an indictment of how bad Archie is at boxing than it is how good Percival is. Because God, these are bad hits. No, he's not. He's not doing like he's not punching through. That's the yeah. thing. Also, like, even sorry. if you're throwing a left or right, like he's flailing. Yeah, and, and they're like he's throwing like haymakers. They're not like good boxing punches. Uh, you don't throw haymakers because it leaves you wide fucking open if you miss, which he did three times in a row. Somehow Archie couldn't uh, bring it back. And then watch, watch this fucking hit here. Look, look at this pose. Like it's fucking dog shit. You look like a little kid. No, like it looks like. Oh my god, that's. Did, did they not like have someone teach him how to punch? Well, they probably tried, Before right? Like, st- like stunt work is like a skill. And like sometimes you can, if with enough time, you can get an actor, especially an actor with some aptitude for physical stuff, to fake it okay and get the stunt guys to do the rest of the work to make it re- look really good. They put two actual actors here and try to make them do like actual stunt choreography. And the guy who plays Percival clearly doesn't know anything about doing stunt choreography. So this looks terrible. Maybe yeah. you shouldn't have had Percival Pickens fucking fight Archie in a boxing ring. That was already a dumb idea. Oh yeah, I'm the guy. I'm the master manipulator. I work in the shadows. My power is about manipulating people. Also, I punk. I I box real good. Like what? Come on. This is one on one character design stuff. Also, why are you trying to mind control him while you're punching him? That definitely will snap him out of it. Well, we don't know. Isn't that, that the, like the first thing people do when you're being mind controlled? They just punch them really hard to try to well, knock them we, out. We don't know. We don't know the rules of this type of mind control art. We don't know in this universe uh, how that works. Well, apparently, you could just think about your dad real hard. Right. So maybe it's not that good. <laughs> yeah, um, I do love the idea that Percival's mind control isn't like a unique power to him. It's something that enough people have had. Once again, that someone's written a book about it that Jughead can research. Um, incredible. Just incredible stuff on this television show. Part of me kind of wants Berlanti to just redo Heroes. Because I want to see how shit his Heroes would be. But also We're getting a taste. We're getting a taste. It's like, damn, is this bad. Yeah. But also at the same time, like, I want to keep on watching. (laughs) (laughs) I'm obsessed with Nana Rose taking, using a thermometer gun from like, five feet away to read her temperature <laughs> announcing the degrees like she's uh on the fucking starship enterprise <laughs> she's hit 262 yeah. she's gonna blow <laughs> find your mother catch her on fire right. awesome another beautiful headshot <laughs> that they put in a photo frame and pretended it's a photo god these punches punches suck it really looks like a 12-year-old beating up another 12-year-old. God, no, I can't, st- I can't stand this. Look, look at his... Oh my god, he's okay. Even, even if those are supposed to be fake, he's just flailing. Look, look, look at his arms at this angle here. He's not extending his arm even when he punches. They're, they're at 45-degree angles and he's just moving his torso back and forth. It sucks. Like, you, like if you're gonna be moving, like, like you need... <sighs> God, you use your waist for power. God, like, I'm not even, like, I'm not going to say, like, I'm, like, an expert yeah. fighter, but at least I know how to fucking throw a punch. Yeah. Christ. Yeah, Archie still um, has not won a single boxing match in his career. Fuck, that's so embarrassing to get beaten up by this stupid Tom Hiddleston knockoff. Uh, yeah, and Archie gets fucking KO'd because he sucks at fighting. I don't even I don't even know why he like wants to box. He was he was he in was the army. He he was in the army so he would have been trained in like some form of hand-to-hand combat. Like why uh, why not open up an MMA gym? Why not do something that's like more useful with your bo- because like he's clearly not a good boxer. Yeah. And he hasn't like he hasn't done boxing in like a decade. Like why why would he revert to boxing? He he, he had, surely in the army, when he was training, he learned like they teach like shit, well, right? Well, I thought I th- he, he. I think he was just like, oh, I could just cheat because I'm, you that know, yeah. someone invincible. Also, the Guinness World Record guy is here, and he sees Archie get his ass kicked, and he's like, not the toughest man in the world, not giving you the world record, which again is not how the Guinness World Record works, not even a little bit. Oh, you're right, that is uh, that we do see the statue. That's okay. I wonder if that's her option. 
Would you own a four foot tall uh, Archie statue art? Uh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I think it'd be too much. Also, Guinness doesn't give out medals. They give out certificates. I hate this. And uh, then, yeah, Archie explains that he uh, actually was able to feel uh, Percival's punches, that he wasn't invulnerable. I love that Betty's like, the only palladium I know of is the stuff Archie gave to me for safekeeping. Uh, again, these are used in cars, like, a lot. <laughs> if it's just palladium and not the special palladium from the explosion, then there's a lot of it he could get his hands on. It's not that expensive either. But uh, it turns out it is the special palladium um, that she was keeping. It's gone. How did he get it? We're going to find out in a sec. It's real fucking dumb. Uh, the answer is mind control. Okay, no, I guess the weakness is palladium. That's what he wrote down in his notebook. After the boxing match, for some reason. Why did he... What? No, I. he probably mind-controlled someone. We right. already figured this out. He mind-controls uh, both Alice and Betty. Um, yeah, so he mind-controls Alice to let him into Betty's bedroom at night. Uh, and then, yeah, he mind-controls Betty to learn about Archie's secrets and stuff. Except um, we already established... Earlier this season that his mind control doesn't like erase people's memories of him. Doc clear, clearly remembered some guy with an accent telling him to do that stuff. So like why? Oh no, he does say you're going to forget everything. So he's just shitty at mind control then that he didn't tell Doc to do that. I feel like you would just start to be like, hey, after I stop mind controlling, you won't remember anything. I feel yeah. like you would just stop, start that. Right, with yeah, that? lead with that. Also, like, again, if you can just mind control them to, like, tell you secrets and steal things for you, just just have Betty shoot Tabitha, you know? Like, why, why, why not? Like, I, I don't I don't fucking get it. I do not fucking get it. Um, And so, yeah, now after that first event, uh, Cheryl fully can control her powers and, like, lights a candelabra and then starts reading Firestarter by Stephen King. The book about a girl with pyrokinetic powers. Oh, uh, obviously. If if Riverdale is one thing, it is not subtle. <laughs> well, if we know one thing, Cheryl always is reading something on the nose as well. That's true. <laughs> That's very true. Is this the is this the the end? It is. Yeah, but basically Percival and uh Sheriff Keller and Fred are like in front of the statue and they're just like yeah and Carol's just like what's wrong you won the fight and Percival's just like Tabitha she weighs on me yeah I, I think I we figure out Tabitha she's an angel out. soon and that he's a devil yeah he's definitely a devil because we yeah we we've been spoiled we know Tabitha's like some sort of guardian angel so he must be a devil fighting for the soul of Riverdale whatever the fuck that means yeah um that's really all I want to say about this episode. <laughs> yeah, there honestly this is the same episode of the last two. It's just a different focus. Yeah. Like I kind of want to get out of this Is this a Percival era instead actually? Cuz at least the Chick era had like different episodes. Like the the trash bag killer's still loose, right? He wasn't yeah. just that guy, was he? That was a fake. Oh, no, he escaped. That's right. Uh, Betty let him away. Let's bring him back, please. He was more interesting than this. Yeah, at least... The Can we just do season two again? Let's just do season two again. All right. Well, <laughs> in the meantime, um, why don't you sign us off with something, Art? Uh, are we not going to do recommendations? Oh, or? you're so right, yeah. Uh, why don't you go ahead and recommend something, Art? Uh, I... I don't know. I just been like the only thing I've done was play Midnight Suns and Marvel Snaps. So, mm -hmm. mm. Um, uh, yeah. Have you been doing anything? Well, you you already heard me mention this on Friday, but um, big fan of that new show on Netflix, Physical One Hundred. It's a uh, Korean reality competition show where they found a bunch of people with big muscles and they made them like do muscle stuff. And they're like, who's got the best muscles? And it's really fucking good. <laughs> it's really fucking good. I've been enjoying it a lot.
Yeah. So watch that. That's all I got. Now sign us out, Art. Yeah, hey. Uh, what if Percival fucks with one of the other main cast members? Probably Betty. Whoa. Can't yeah. wait for 40 minutes of that. Yeah, I can't wait for the same thing to happen, except in a different font. I love it, I love it. Threshold of revelation. I saw everything.